I'm not sure I can agree with early sailors like Christopher Columbus, who in 1493 first saw the manatee from a distance and described it as a mermaid. According to the log of his famous voyage to the New World, Columbus recorded in his journal that he and his crew had seen three mermaids rise high from the sea and they were not as beautiful as they are painted, although to some extent they have a human appearance in the face. These explorers returned home with tales of mermaids, so the myth of the mermaid lingered for decades. I'm not sure about the face of a mermaid, but the manatee bumping up against me has the look of an eggplant with chin and whiskers. Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock of Star Trek fame, once called the manatee a bewhiskered blimp of an animal. Beside me is Dr. Mark Lowe, a veterinarian who has been doing weekly checkups on the manatees at Homosassa Springs since 1989. I'm here to help. Homosassa Springs is located about an hour north of Tampa, on Florida's west coast. The manatees here are captive animals. They are big and tame, like huge underwater puppies begging for doggy treats. We feed them protein pellets during the checkups, says Mark. It's basically elephant food. When they come to feed, it allows us to look for sores or other problems that might show up. I hold out one of the elephant biscuits. A manatee the size of Manhattan pokes his face out of the water. Black, beady eyes squint in the bright light. A heavily whiskered snout closes in on the treat. Enormous upper lips flare out and engulf the cookie. The manatee's lips astonish me. They seem so flexible. These large, split upper lips work independently of each other, almost as if they are face hands. The stiff, pale bristles covering the lips help draw plants into the manatee's mouth. Scientists also believe that these face bristles are very sensitive. Manatees use these bristles to manipulate objects and explore their world. Bristles help the manatee avoid obstacles, find food, and feel other manatees. It's like having a face full of fingers. I touch the manatee's head and back. Here the skin is thick, rough, and bumpy, like a dry sponge. Algae and other plants grow along the full length of the manatee. Dr. Lowe tells me the plants growing on manatees' backs don't bother them. I feel the manatee's side and belly. Here the skin is smoother, gray, worn, and as leathery as an old shoe. Like all mammals, manatees grow hair on their bodies. Tough individual hairs, some two inches long, poke out here and there along the sides of the manatee's body. Scientists believe they may act like the lateral lines in fish, sensing motion in the water. Manatees have many wonderful adaptations that help them survive in an aquatic world, says Mark. The skin is continually sloughing off or shedding, to reduce the buildup of algae. I look into the manatee's open mouth as it pleads for another biscuit. The mouth is specially designed to eat plants. I see rows of cream-colored molars. Manatees have unique teeth, 
front teeth are worn down by the constant grinding of plants and sandy roots. The emerging teeth in the back move up, pushing the whole row of teeth forward. The front ones are pushed out and replaced by newer molars. Amazingly, manatees make new teeth their entire lives. That's why you never see manatee dentists. Another manatee beside me pokes its snout out of the water. I watch it breathe. Two flaps, or valves, on the manatee's nose open up. These flaps covering the nostrils are as round and large as nickels. The manatee sucks in air, then the flaps close over the nostrils. As soon as the manatee has gulped some air, it submerges. On average, manatees surface to breathe...